0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Education of the Heart. I'm here with Jaylene and Allie, and they are part of probably their favorite class they've ever had in college, Assistive Technology, where we take the learning from our head and move it to where it's important, right to the heart. So, um, well, welcome, you two.
1: <laughs> Hello. Greetings. Yes, we are here. <laughs> All right.
0: So, Who's first, Jaylene? Yeah. Okay, so Jaylene, now. at the beginning of the semester we had this nine-page AT competency. We looked through all these things that you could learn about. You picked what you wanted to study. How did that go?
1: It went okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> I we think picked, we picked things, we picked <laughs> things that were interesting to us and that we really liked. So, it went it went good.
0: Yeah. Okay, well great. So The idea of moving your education from your head to your heart involves a good question. You pick something that you want to think about and then you do a search. And sometimes you look for inspiration when you're searching. You look for the spirit. You look for something because you're going to move it from your cluttered head to your sincere heart. And then there are some
1: fruits. Are you saying my head is cluttered?
0: Everybody's head is cluttered, (laughs) right? Because you don't move the learning from your head to your heart until it matters to you. Yeah. And then you have a fruit. that happens from of it so when you do that you could have more inspiration and you'll have more discernment and you can help children a little bit better or something so tell us about your question your search and some of the fruits that came of this movement from your cluttered head to your heart
1: well i think the biggest question i had um during the semester is like why is this important and like why why does why does at matter so much and i You know, it's really important when you're teaching to help the students reflect on their own lives and where it has impacted them. So I thought a lot about, um, if I get emotional, I'm sorry, but when I was in third grade, this was before I knew I had an IEP, or I had a learning disability, and before I had an IEP, um, I took a test, and it was one of those state tests, it was called the MCAs, that's what we take in Minnesota. And I remember taking the test and I couldn't do the math in my head. And I was trying really hard and I got to my frustration point and I just wrote on the paper, IDK, I'm stupid. Oh. Um, oh. And I was just eight. I was oh. just an eight year old. And I like think of the eight year olds that I work with and I'm like, I would never want them to ever think that they're stupid in any way right. or that they're dumb or incapable of doing anything. And... <laughs> I just, like, when math gets hard or a subject does get hard, I turn into that little girl who, who wasn't capable of doing the math problems by herself. And and I have to, even though I know I've worked hard to be here and I've worked hard for my grades, I, I still go back to telling myself those things. Um, but after I got um, help and I was tested... Um, I was tested for a learning disability, I just couldn't memorize things as good as the other students and comprehension was hard because I needed to learn it about 50 times and it just made me work harder than everybody else and um, finally they decided to let me have a calculator in my, during my tests and it made all the difference and I was able to Um, pass the exams or at least get to like average or where they wanted me to to be in the percentile and it it made me feel a lot less worried and frustrated and Scared to take an exam because it was scary going and having to go take an exam Um, And knowing that it would come back and I'd probably be like in fifth grade testing at a first grade level and hearing that wasn't wasn't good and it really wasn't fun at home because it was like come on you're in fifth grade like test like a fifth grader and it's like I just I just can't yet but um but I started with a little calculator from AT and then eventually ended up being a graphing calculator so which helped me with my harder courses and harder tests and ACTs and
0: and stuff like that. Oh, wow. That, that is a heartfelt story. And so <laughs> your question or your thing that you were wanted to search was, I am never going to let another child feel like I felt. Yeah. That, and, and so you searched for things that you could consider for each child. Yeah. And th- that's, what, that's what the objectives of this course is, is. How do you consider AT if you don't know about it? Okay, yeah, there's a calculator, but what else is there knowing your strengths and this environment and the task you have to do Let's get some things to implement to help them be successful. So what what are some of the fruits that have come to you from this search and this AT and trying to make sure that there's never a child that will feel like you felt?
1: Yeah. Um, actually, when I'm doing math with my students now, like in my literacy practicum or like toddler... Um, not really a lot in toddler, but more in, like, my literacy practicum because we do do math in there. Um, I It's not, like, a high um, AT, not, like, a high-level AT, but sometimes I use, like, use a line graph because it's easier with a pen and, and paper. It's easier for them to visualize it. Or I grab different objects that they can use. Um, and even though it's not, like, big eight. A- that does the math for you or a computer, um, at least they become more independent with the AT and they're able to show what they know.
0: But you're individualizing it for their needs. Yeah. It's not, that's what we used to think AT was. Oh, here, throw them a calculator, throw them a computer. Mm -hmm. But you're doing something because I think you've been inspired. I think you've been inspired as, this will help this child that I'm teaching now. And maybe you have some discernment Mm -hmm. for, okay, so this might be simple, but it might make it visual for you to learn it. So I I do think those are great fruits of that. Oh, I'm totally feeling it. So now here's the question that I end with every one of them. So now you have this fruit of moving, you're learning from here to here, this inspiration, this discernment. How has that helped your testimony of Jesus Christ?
1: Um, Well, I definitely know that um, Jesus Christ definitely felt the way I felt when I didn't know how to answer the question or when I didn't know what to do exactly. And I just, I feel that without the Atonement and without our Savior, without anything, um, we wouldn't really have the spirit that we have when we do get inspired um, to do certain things or to put
0: at into our classroom um yeah Yeah. oh 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 what a great semester thank you so much jaylene Allie, you're in the hot seat you went through the exciting so you went through the same thing yes you had to do this pick things that you wanted to focus on yes develop a question a search and then there have been some fruits so tell me about that process how was how was the at discovery process for you this semester
2: well, so I've seen a lot of AT. My mom's a music therapist, so she works with people with autism, or mostly elementary school kids, and then also like group homes when they're older. And so she doesn't, she does them in between, but mostly like the young kids and then like the adults. And then um, I have an uncle who's wheelchair bound and is paralyzed. Um, and so he uses a lot of assistive technology. He's like almost 60. Bless his soul. He is so precious. I love him. Um, and then I also worked in autism classrooms. I've seen AT like I grew up with them my home my mom would make AT for her students like, she would um, well she'd make us do it actually but we would get PVC pipe you know we loved we loved PVC pipe and she would make shapes out of it, so like a square or a triangle and she'd fill it with like beads or whatever so when you shake it it made sound but the regular egg shakers were too hard to hold or whatever so she'd customize these instruments for these children Right. And I didn't exactly view that as um, assistive technology. Because <laughs> in my mind, when I think of the word technology, I think of something with a computer chip, or some voice activated something, or a car, or oh, whatever, something That'll that's, be an app. It, has, it has to be an app, it has to be Spotify. Anyway, so <laughs> I think of like those things. I don't think of like a ruler, or I didn't really think of a calculator. <laughs> like, I didn't think of those things. I was like, has to be like some automated wheelchair assistive technology obviously 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 (laughs) so so yeah so my question was more of like the spectrum of AT Mm -hmm. like what is the simplest form of AT and like what is the most advanced because then that way in my brain I can make the map of like everything that falls in between period
0: and then you can consider it better when you know that when it's organized and you go into an IEP and they say should we consider AT and you're saying yes we should what about this? What yeah. about this? So you can come up with those things yes. to implement it. I love it. So so how did? what did you do in that search? What did you so, find out?
2: So as I, as I came to class, as I did my own research and all these kinds of things, I realized that it could be like the littlest thing. So like, for example, my uncle, he um, doesn't really, his hands are in fists and they don't move. But he can move his wheelchair around with the little joystick guy. But he also, if you, like, called him on the phone, you'd never know he's disabled. He has, like, a, a master's in computer science and stuff. Like, he's, he's amazing. And so he has literally just a stick. It's, like, maybe, like, an inch in diameter. And it's just probably, like, a foot long or so. And he just puts it in his mouth. And he's able to, like, type and do those things. Because that's what he wants to do rather than, like, talking and stuff. And so he uses that all the time. Would I have considered that A.T.? No, it's a stick. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. So during my search, I tried to find the simplest form of AT, and I determined that it is that piece of wood. <laughs> wood, <laughs> is wood is AT. Wood is AT. <laughs> Who knew? You know, <laughs> piece of, it's literally a stick that so, he uses.
0: So when you're learning about a stick being <laughs> a a stick. AT, what, what are some of the fruits that you're going to be able to take with you when you become a teacher.
2: I think, as like along with, like, Jaylene, like, the inspiration and discernment of, like, not every kid needs the newest and latest piece of technology. Like, my uncle just doesn't want this voice activated. He just doesn't want to learn how to use it, basically. So he wants to, the easiest and simplest thing, and he can do it. And that's what he wants. And so understanding, like, A, the child's needs or the adult's needs, depending on what's happening, but um, understanding what they want in their AT rather than just forcing a, forcing them to use an iPad, forcing them to use a DynaBox, forcing them to use that when they can use picture exchange, like just little pieces of paper instead.
0: So research has shown that the better you know students, the better you can be their teacher. Yes. And you can help them learn. And so I think knowing the things that they have strengths in. So we've done it backwards here's technology and then let's make it work for this child no let's get to know the child what environment what in tasks do they need to do then let's start small and see some things that will help them oh i love it oh so you felt the fruits of the learning that moved from your head to your heart so when you've had those fruits how has that helped your testimony of jesus christ
2: I think under like like you said having the better we know the students the better we can be able to teach them and we know that christ is the master teacher and stuff like that so if he wants to teach me as an individual he has to know me and i know that he does know me and he gives me different kinds of assistive technology like spiritual assistive, spiritual assistive technology sorry like scriptures prophets parents all these kinds of things that were meant for me as a person, not just, oh, let's just give them this book of scripture and everybody can use it. But there's certain passages, certain things that like I have felt and I know. And so that's just, just like, I, have, I need to know my students. Christ knows me.
0: Oh, oh beautiful. Well, thank you too. This has been a fantastic semester. And I know it's your favorite class that you will ever Obviously. take. Obviously. second <laughs> of <to> strategies. <Seconds. laughs> of course. <laughs> All right. <laughs> see you next time on Education of the Heart.